Hello, the internet, and welcome back to another episode of the Ideas About God podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts. My name is Josh. And my name is Fabian, and we are so glad that you are here. Ideas About God and Other Things is a podcast where we talk about uh, pop culture, life, uh, and other things with the hope of making ideas about God interesting and helpful, fun, meaningful, whatever. And so uh, really quick before we continue... Please hit the plus button on Apple Podcasts or subscribe on Spotify. Leave us a review as well so other people can find this podcast. If you find it enjoyable, maybe others would as well. So thank you for doing that. Now that we got the housekeeping out of the way. So you've been really wanting for me to watch everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. And we did. We just did. And we just did. We just did. Like. 30 minutes ago. Like 30 minutes ago. We so watched the movie and then set up lights and put on um, and put up the microphone. Yeah, put put all this stuff up. So we're processing in real time. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, so uh, really quick, we want to just name that there's going to be heavy spoilers in this because we have to talk about the ending to really mm-hmm. unpack some of the existential and, you know, God talk in the movie. So if you haven't seen it yet, go ahead and hit pause on this mm-hmm. and go watch it you can get a free seven day trial of showtime which is where it's at um, so through it. amazon so you know it it'll be free so go watch it yeah. um yeah so <laughs> that's the spoilers yeah. out of the way okay josh how do you want to how do you want to talk about this okay. how do you want to tackle so, it before we actually watched the film before we actually watched yes everything ever all once i showed you a music video yes and would you care to tell the folks at home <laughs> What music video we watched and we found so much joy in. So uh, he had me watch this music video of the song Turn Down for What, which like, is now a, like a decade old, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, DJ Snake and yeah. uh, Lil Jon. Yes. Um, it's a banger. Which it was a banger. Like it, it, it had you, and you hadn't yeah, seen the music yeah, video before. No, but I'd never seen the music okay. video before. And apparently the directors that directed everything everywhere all at once mm-hmm directed this music video and so he just wanted me to get a little teaser preview of it and what'd you think uh, i <laughs> i felt some things yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah. know there was there's a little bit of weirdness because sure. it's not your typical music video uh but basically it starts with this man dancing uh thrusting hip thrusting That's a lot the, of hip the, thrust. yeah, a lot of hip thrust a and he of... hip thrusts through the ceiling <laughs> Through the roof, he's on on top of a building and goes into some woman's uh, like it, apartment. He enters the room, crotch first through the ceiling, and then he's just he's just hip thrusting in her apartment, and she starts throwing things at him, and he hip thrusts and breaks them. Uh, eventually, she gets in on it, and they're both hip thrusting, and they of, hip thrust a lot through. Of dancing. She hip thrusts through his face and they go into the apartment below them. And then eventually it goes to another apartment and Mm -hmm. it just has all these, all these people in this party and they're all dancing. And then at the end of it, once the song turns down, uh, they're all like sleeping. And so it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's hilarious. It's, uh, it's like, I think it really kind of helps define the style. Okay, so the the two directors and, and writers of Everything Ever All At Once, the, the Daniels, um, they 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 also they got their start in music videos. This was like their one that this was the big one that really like took off and kind of helped make a name for themselves. Um, I think it really kind of helps set up like their style, yeah, and kind of yeah. the things that they are interested in. Um, they 
like, uh, on the one hand, is like this sense of like, like if you watch this music video and you compare it to like uh, a music video in, a, in the same genre, like so something about like like I don't know Calvin Harris or yeah. like something like that, like in a Calvin Harris Calvin Harris music video or a VT or something like that, you're gonna see like like all these models and everyone's super sexy and like <laughs> like abs and you know big boobs and and you know like like all that stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's what we kind of expect. But this music starts off with like an average looking man. Yeah. Um, an Asian man, like which we don't see a lot of Asian representation yeah. in in film um, and in music videos, um, and he's one of the directors, correct? I believe so. I yeah, could be I could be know. wrong on that. I I could be wrong on that. So so don't hold me to that internet. Um, <laughs> so like, but we so here we see a man and like who's like I don't, I don't know if you call him a protagonist, but like as like a main character who like like is seen as like. Like he brings like this sexual energy. A lot of times, if you do see like Asian men represented yeah. in films, like they're just neutered. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like you yeah. see an Asian guy, and you're like, oh, he doesn't fuck. Yeah, you know, like like this guy, this, this guy. guy fucks. Yeah. Like like yeah. um like he fucks through walls. Like like he <laughs> he's yeah, hip thrusting it's, through. It's, it's incredible. Um, so, but I think it kind of like helps like give like this this feeling of like um. There is like this music video, like so uh, they as they crash through these walls, like they the party gets larger and yeah. larger. Yeah, like there are more and more people involved, even to the point where like a cop comes. Yeah, and then the cop you think is going to shut it down, and then he doesn't. He jumps in. Like <laughs> this party started by a man's um, aggressively violent penis. Like, uh, like is this weird all inclusive thing where just like everyday people just living their lives jump in on it yeah, and yeah. celebrate this weird moment and maybe yeah. I'm and yeah it's a music video that's stupid and maybe I'm reading too much <laughs> into it but like at the same time these I think are the same themes that like get picked up on in everything everywhere all at yeah. once um but also it's and I, you could read that and maybe the directors would be like yeah it's just a stupid music video quit and I'm also I'm like <laughs> they, they had no meaning behind it yeah like, yeah but we but just also, thought this would be funny yeah, which it it, it it is, but also it's like, I don't know, I think there's, like, you see, like, you start, like, you start to know, it's like, oh, like, yeah. I, see, I see you doing that. Like, yeah. I see, like that's the thing, it's going to pop up later. So, we start off with that uh, yeah. music video. And, and oh, God, the sorry. first word sorry, that sorry. I had, no, 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 it's okay. The first word that uh, I thought about was hyperbole, t- taken to the extreme. It's like, mm-hmm. turn down for what? I'm, I'm, I'm not going to turn down even if I were to crash through a lady's apartment yeah. and completely ruin her apartment. <laughs> And I'm just gonna keep going, and so it's like, it, and and also I think I think what maybe gets carried into the movie is uh, taking this idea of you know turn down for what I'm just gonna keep partying and putting it in a normal everyday context. Mm. That's kind of oh. what you're saying. So merging the song lyrics with mundane things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's something that pops up in in the movie yeah no i i think i think so um yeah so i guess i guess now we can just we can kind of turn yeah to everything everywhere all at once and this is where the spoiler starts so. all right yeah so spoilers so <laughs> if you had not seen turn down for what and we ruined that music video for you i'm sorry it's only gonna get worse because now we're talking about <laughs> a movie um so we came out in 2022 it's about a year old um like the movie itself like didn't get that wide of a reception but yeah. like people is one of these movies that you watched and you're like i gotta tell someone about this yeah film. like yeah. i need to watch someone and so like this movie like got more and more popular as yeah. it went kind of became like this um kind of grew 
through just like word of mouth, even though it didn't have like um, the producers were the Russo brothers who did like a whole bunch of stuff from Marvel, you know? Okay. So like um, it's cool to see like big name producers and directors, like big names behind a film like this. Where yeah, they're like, yeah. Oh, can I help give it some drive? Yeah. Um, but a, a lot of the promotion or a lot of the, um, I think the reason why this movie is spread as much as is because of just like stuff like this. Someone yeah. watches it and you're like, bro, you need to, you know, you know, watch this movie. <laughs> to watch this movie, like now. it will yeah. hit you in the feels. Yeah. Um. So, I guess where do we, where do, where should we where should we start? Um. So do Do you want to just do plot outline? Yeah. So well, plot outline. Yeah, we could do a little plot outline. Okay. So you want to tackle that? Yeah. So I'll, all right. So quick rundown of the plot is the movie is about um, uh, this woman named Evelyn. She owns a laundromat uh with her husband Waymond uh, um and she and uh, so she's she owns this thing. Um, they're facing foreclosure by the IRS. Um, Waymond is like unhappy in the marriage. Like this marriage yeah. is deeply unsatisfying him, and it's and it's and he's carrying around like these divorce papers with the hope that even just like starting the conversation would be enough to like maybe bring them back together. It's really sad. And their daughter, she's like a, like um, Evelyn is estranged from her daughter Joy, and her uh, daughter is uh, is a lesbian. And has a girlfriend, and they're um, and would they have a grandpa who lives with them, and like the whole thing kind of comes to, like this moment where she goes to like introduce um, J- uh, Joy's girlfriend Becky to the grandfather, and she is like the uh, the the girl Joy. She's trying to like she's she her her, her uh, Chinese isn't as good as it used to be, and so she's like struggling with the word like what's the word for girlfriend, and then um, the mom Evelyn jumps in and she's like oh Becky is just a good friend, and like completely like undercuts her daughter and yeah. her daughter's like like that and it's like oh what that's that's awful and then they have like they go to this meeting with the IRS and on their way to the IRS this is where the film gets really weird. This is where it goes from being a normal film about this family and processing things to really weird. <laughs> yeah. So it gets really uh bizarre. This is where so she's in the elevator and all of a sudden like her husband Waymond um, and the first time I saw this, I thought his name was Raymond. It is not. Yeah. It is Waymond. Um, like, uh, he like stop stops, looks up, uh, like or he like pauses, looks down, takes his glasses off. He's wearing glasses the whole time. Puts them in his pocket, whips out a umbrella, uh, umbrella, yeah, yeah, and then like points it, uh, puts it over her head, so that way the the security camera in the elevator can't see. And he's like, "Listen, this is gonna sound really weird, but I need you to, as soon as you get out of here, like to, to to go left instead of going right. You know, like you need to go to the thing." And he's like, "What are you talking about?" And and you have his and it turns out like he I guess to make a, a long story short he's from an alternate universe and uh, the there turns out multiverse theory is real and all of these universes you can get around them by like um, um, engaging in some sort of experience that will connect you to a parallel universe that will like slingshot you to the universe. Um, where you want to go, yeah, and and they do this. These people who the, the first universe to discover multi-universe travel, um, like they call themselves the Alphaverse. The Alphaverse, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have yeah. Alpha Wayman is jumping into regular Wayman's body, and um, and they do this to like learn skills and to like uh learn acquire knowledge and do these um to like do these all these weird like things. It's kind of like um like the Matrix, like yeah. they can just like download like oh you can just like learn kung fu moves yeah. by like downloading your brain into a computer yeah. or something like that. It's kind of like that. Um, but like in process of doing so, they you see all these other lives that you could have had. Like you see like 
the life where um, Evelyn didn't immigrate to the United States um, from from where she's from. She she uh, stays there and she becomes like a famous movie actress yeah. and learns kung fu. And she's actually and that's how she like in the film she like she has to learn kung fu. Um, and um, and actually it's uh, the main actor is uh, Michelle Yeoh and she is uh, like she got her start in um, at least in a, for America a lot of American audiences in. Um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like, she's a great martial artist. Yeah, yeah. who's also in this movie just kicking yeah. ass as an actor. <laughs> yeah, like, woo, she brings it. She's amazing. Um, and so that's how she learns kung fu. Now she's like fighting with kung fu because she learned it from like her alternate universe self. Yeah. Um, and then the movie starts like jumping around, and then you realize there's this this evil force called Jobu Tabaki. Yeah, and yeah, Jobu yeah. Tabaki, which is fun to say, and and Jobu Tabaki is like this agent of chaos. Mm-hmm. They they have they are like um, they've seen everything there is to see. They've seen all of the universes and experienced all of it. And they're like, it's all meaningless. Yeah. Like nothing means anything. And so they create the everything bagel of, of everything, <laughs> which I think is silly. And kind of, it's like a, it's like a silly joke. Um, but also at the same time, it's like it embodies like it's like this the um, this it's it's nothingness. It's yeah. like it's it's. For lack of a better words, like nihilism. Yeah, and the, and the, uh, it's like all your lost dreams yes. that didn't come to fruition. Yeah, that you tried to live a life of meaning or purpose, and and it's where you toss the yep. things that didn't end up happening. So it's all the darkness mm. yeah. of of your life, yeah. basically. Yeah, and and she creates this, and she just wants Evelyn to to see it, and then it turns out that um, um, they they as the movie goes along, there's more like like. It, most of the film is really just them running around yeah, the IRS yeah, yeah. building, being chased by people whose brains have been taken over. By yeah, the like, location doesn't really change much. Actually, that's yeah. something that's interesting. Is like it's all the, in IRS the movie, It's like all in the IRS. Building, yeah, which is kind of cool. Is, which is like another layer that I haven't even thought about until yeah. just this moment. Yeah, it's like <laughs> the movie doesn't like you think like this movie like oh it's this grand scope and it's yeah. like no it all just takes place in this one building. Yeah, like it does, but we get yeah that's it that's does uh, go to other places. Yeah, but yeah. Um. So. It turns out that Jobu Tabaki is Joy from the Alpha Universe. Yeah. And Joy was this incredibly talented person who could like who was really really good at like skipping around the different multiverses and did that so much that they and and Evelyn, Alpha versus Evelyn was um pushed her too hard. Yeah. And in that and when she pushed her too hard, like her brain broke mm. and she now experiences all of the the universes all at once. So she's experiencing everything everywhere all at once. And then she's just like, oh, everything's meaningless. Yeah. Like nothing means anything. And because some of the universes, and this is where it gets comical. uh, Yeah. Some of the universes are are like, if Earth wasn't viable for life. Yeah. So, and so there's parts in the movie where Evelyn and Joy are or just these rocks. two rocks that are just communicating with each other. Yeah. It just, it's so silly. Like <laughs> there's, there's a universe where, um, uh, the, they, they show you like, um, uh, apes fighting. And one of these apes has these long hot dog hands, <laughs> like fingers made of like floppy hot dogs. And the floppy hot dog hand ape beats the other ape to death. And then that's, and it's like, it's like, it's like they cut the scene out of like 2001, a yeah. space odyssey. And now you have this, you know, monkey with these ridiculous hot dog fingers like screaming and then it fast forwards and then you see evelyn and she's actually in a relationship with the irs agent with these long hot dog fingers yeah yeah, and you're like what the f is happening like i don't (laughs) understand any of this um and then so then you so yeah you find out jobu tabaki is joy and then evelyn is like 
I need to rescue my daughter. Yeah. Like she's like, I, yeah. Um, and so she, she goes and she's like, well, I'm just going to have to learn to become like her. So I'm going to yeah. learn to time travel or not time travel, uh, multiverse jump like she does. And so she does. And so that you experience all these things. And then of course, at the same time, there's always like incredible fight scenes that are bizarre and comical. <laughs> and Basically the best way I could, I described it when we finally uh, finished it was it's like a Kung Fu movie meets like inception Mm-hmm. But instead of dreams, it's multiverses. It's yeah. like a kung fu movie meets a quantum physics professor meets some, um, you know, existentialist philosopher, and, and you get this. They all did mushrooms. This, and, <laughs> yes, yes, and you get this conglomeration. Yes, of a feel good movie with really deep themes and mm-hmm. a bunch of silliness in between yes. and random kung fu fights. Yeah. So yeah. So you get to and. Yeah, so there's always like, oh, the choreography for the film is, is incredible. Um, the fight choreography, and they get so they get the the climax of the film is, um, Joy has time trumped, like has learned all these different skills, and she's trying to rescue her daughter, and her yeah. daughter has like is jumping it, and she's like, the daughter is like, I just want you to experience this with me. Yeah, she's like, I, um, I've seen it all. And I, I just want someone else to know how I feel, to feel this way with me. Yeah. And Evelyn is like, like trying to pull her back from like jumping into the everything bagel, and, um, and or trying to stop her. And she's been fighting so many people. And then at this point, like her husband Waymond, and Waymond at this up to this point has always been kind of seen as like he's comes across as naive he comes across as like like weak simple weak um he's always putting googly eyes on things (laughs) um he's like super chatty with all the customers like he's he does not come across and this is especially in comparison to like his alphaverse version alphaverse is a badass shows up and he's like using a um alphaverse is alpha male yeah yeah and he's (laughs) he's got like and and he's got this um He's using a, a, a fanny pack like yeah. nunchucks and just beating the hell out of people. And it's incredible. And then in comparison, you have uh, our universe or the, I guess whatever, the regular Wayman yeah, yeah. is like a weenie by comparison. Yeah. Um, but you have this incredible moment. And it's cool thing about this moment is this moment is happening simultaneously across multiple universes at the same time where um, Evelyn and all these different universes is having the same conversation with all of these different Waymans. Yeah. And the idea is, is he's like, please stop. Like, like we just, we need to be kind. Like, and, and she is learning like, oh, like I need to like be kind. He's like, cause he, he tells her, he's like, oh, like, like this, this soft exterior, like this stuff, like, like this is strategic. Yeah. Like this is how I fight. This is how I move and be in the world is with kindness. And like, he's like, he brings his, like the IRS agent, like he brings her cookies. Like he talks down like the, the grumpy guy at the, at the uh, laundromat. He's, he's always like interceding for other people and he wants people to get along. And like, he's, he sees him like, that's his role in life. And he sees himself and it's, and it's, it's kindness. And, um, Oh, like that speech he gives when he's like, I just wonder when, oh man, it just guts yeah. me every, every time. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, and, and then she starts fighting again and, and he's like, what, Evelyn, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm learning to fight like you. And then, so as these people are coming at her, it's like a Kung Fu fight. And then she ends up like in the process of Kung Fu fight and it's, it's going to sound crazy, but 
she makes these two people fall in love and get married and she and you're like yes and then another man who lost his raccoon because that's another whole side yeah. plot is there's a man who has a raccoon on his head like a rat the side plots are so um, weird it's so weird and you're like this makes no sense he's is josh of a stroke and you're like no this is just a actual side like plot in the film there's a man who has a raccoon on his head she jumps on him and uses him to fight the rest of these people and not really fighting is more of just like disarming with Kindness. Love I and yeah. kindness, I guess, to yeah. get to her daughter. And then you in this moment is like really intense because it's building up to this big moment. And then it cuts back to and, and of course this whole time we've been like time travel verse jumping and basically Evelyn at some point figures out to do what Joy does. Um yeah. she figures out how to connect to all the infinite universes that exist. And so, you know, she ends up being able to Yeah tap into all of that yes, at some point. Yeah. Like we were talking about, she's able to have all these powers. She's basically able to she's become like a Neo. combination yeah, of all yeah. the powers. Yeah. yeah. And, and and then she gets there and they're at the donut. and Which her, is like a big black hole. Which is a black, black hole. Yeah, yeah, basically like it looks like a black hole, but it also looks like an everything bagel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she gets to the everything bagel. I think I've called it a donut a couple times. Yeah. Just know that I mean, I meant bagel. Um, so she gets the everything bagel and Evelyn's like, and everyone's like trying to hold her back and um and then joy's like just you just have to let like just let me go right like just just let me go and so she does um but also like there's this moment that like in the process of let her letting go um like she realizes like i i actually like it's not just enough, like, i need to actually go after it like i need yeah. to actually to go into the nothingness with you and and in a sense, and she she does right. You have this like I've never like you have two rocks falling off of a cliff, and you're yeah. like, oh, that's what that yeah. symbolizes, right? She's yeah. going after, yeah. and this, and you have this profound moment where she's like, yes, none of this matters, yeah, but you get a few moments of clarity where sometimes this stuff makes sense, yeah, and those few moments are worth it, yeah, and you're like, oh. yeah, and then oh, it's so good, and um, so so. You know, yeah. th- let's talk a little bit about um, why this movie for ideas about God. Uh, you know, what well, what what is it about this movie that sort of um, what are, what are the what's the existential like meaning yeah. behind it? I guess uh, you know, um, if, if you don't mind, uh, sure. I'll share. I'll share because this mm. is uh, my first viewing of it. Mm. Um, so for me there was a few different things. Um, one at the very beginning, Evelyn is sort of this, uh, perfectionist. She wants to make sure that everything's tidy. Everything's neat. Everything's figured out, but she Mm. also has all these dreams that she didn't pursue. That's one of the plot lines of the movie. And so Mm. I, I resonate with that personally because, uh, what she starts to feel is this sense that my life isn't what I had hoped it was Mm. like, my life didn't turn out how these various versions of it that I had dreamed yeah. could be. Um, and so she's, she sort of feels this disappointment. Yeah. Um, and, and, and in the midst of, you know, all the weird stuff of the movie, what she ends up learning from joy is that, yes, that's every single version of it. Like mm. every version of it is going to end with disappointment because, you know, kind of to bring in sort of the existentialist theme is like, we're all going to die. 
Yeah. Like at the end of the day, everything that we do, our careers, um, our loved ones, these, you know, uh, friendships that we have, the ex- experiences that we have is, you know, they're all great and we strive and chase and have this life that we want to live. But at the end of the day, we all die, yeah. right? Like everybody dies. And so Evelyn comes to that point of realizing the meaninglessness of it all. Mm-hmm. And she has this moment where she snaps and she's like, smashing the windows in her laundromat because she's about to get arrested. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like, it doesn't matter. Because yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And that's where that whole Raymond moment happens. And then Raymond's... And and and, and uh, also part of it, too, is like throughout it, Evelyn realizes rules are just made up. Like there's a part where a cop says to her, hey, you're not supposed... Or you can't be here. And she says, oh, I can be here because I am here. Like... I'm, I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm not supposed to be here is what you meant to say. And so what, what she's sort of insinuating or touching upon is we have all these rules for life. Like this is what we're mm-hmm. supposed to do. This is what we're supposed to be. And, and Joy's gotten to the point where she realizes none of that matters. Yeah. But then you bring in Wayman yeah. and he comes and says, or, you know, Evelyn is like the com- combination of the two, basically. Mm, but like right. Wayman's like, no, I make meaning of everything because everything can have meaning. Mm. Um, and so you come to the point where you realize like underneath it all, yes, nothing matters. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's all vapor. Yeah. So the only thing that does matter is the love that we experience and the joy that we experience right. and the meaning that we make with the people that we care about. And so that's yeah. that was my sort of summary of... Yeah what I got and the reason I teared up at one point. Yeah. <laughs> because, what, what, point what point was it for you? Um, it, it was the point where uh, Evelyn's talking to joy in the, in the parking lot. And mm. she's like, yes, like, yes, I don't like that. You got a tattoo. Yes. I'm uncomfortable with the fact that you're gay. Yes. Like this and that, yes, you're gaining weight. And yet I still love you and want to be in this moment with you. Mm. And you're just like, all these shoulds of life, this is how life should be. This is how we're supposed to be. This is what good and right means. Yes, none of those came out how we expected them to. Yeah. And yet, you're my daughter, and I love you. And I was like, yes. Yeah. 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 So that was kind of my... Mm. I don't know. That's that's where it hit me, you know. Yeah. And 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 it, I, I think that's. I'm grateful that we watched it because. It yes, it has all these weird things: hot dog fingers, like two rocks talking to each other, one with googly eyes, like, you know, things that you can't make sense of. But when you get to the core of it, it's trying to make this really profound point that, um, life is what we make of it. Yeah. Um. And what we make of it Mm. isn't the end all be all like we shouldn't say, well, this is what life is supposed to be Mm -hmm. and then be disappointed when it isn't that because we made that up in the first place. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we just make another one and say, well, that is good then. Well, maybe like this thing isn't good Mm -hmm. or this good thing that we wanted didn't pan out. Right. So we just make meaning of what it is. And then you just keep doing that your entire life, right? So that's kind of... (laughs) Yeah. Uh. Mm -hmm. 
Well, all right. Second yeah. watching for you. This is so, the okay. Yes, yeah, so this is. So I watched this once with uh, with my wife, and then um, I was just like blown away by it, and I was like, "Well, I need to watch this with other people." And and I've been shouting at everyone to to go watch it. <laughs> um, and so you're now part of the um, growing uh, fandom of this movie. Yes, like you are. I think, cre- you are the I think grassroots. I think it's really good. Yeah. I think um, it's. I think. I know, and it's it's a lot. It reminds me a lot about like um, we see a lot about like existentialism as like um, a it's in, in opposition to nihilism or like a a, a a maybe a less pessimistic nihilism because um, like like I know like I think about my own story like growing up like I had boundaries and I had rules and I had like like things that I was like oh like I'm supposed to do this not supposed to do this and I thought this was the thing and this is the thing and um like I, I had like a very like box that I was supposed to 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 live into and a box of things I was supposed to believe in and 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 um a lot of those things got ruptured and mm-hmm. and and broken apart and I found myself being like well none of this means anything and I come and in that point of like, yeah, nothing matters. Um, you find things that do matter. Like you find things that matter on a level that, that, that aren't imposed from like an external place. Like, yeah, nothing like you find a new stance where you're like, nothing matters. Yeah, but this matters. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's fine. And, and someone could along could come along. Like, so like, let's say like, Oh, like love matters. And someone could come along and be like, well, that's just like, neurons like the reason you feel um that way when you you hold your wife's hand um is just you know it's like you know chemistry like chemicals in your brain and neurons and synapses firing and i'm like yeah but it 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 gives me meaning yeah and it and it makes my life beautiful and it makes makes it good like the feeling i feel when i'm like christmas morning surrounded by you know you know family who i love and care about dearly um seeing my my nieces and nephews crawling all over the floor um that feeling yeah you could be like oh that's just like comes from you know like whatever you could chalk that up to all sorts of like stuff in my brain but like doesn't mean change the fact that i find that moment profoundly beautiful and important and you know like something to hold on to um yeah like that that to me is like this exist like this existential this existentialism um on the other side of of like meaninglessness um like we have um like so there's this um like so in 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 the enlightenment during the enlightenment time we had all these philosophers trying to figure out like um can we create understand reality from like like can we just understand reality and and so you had all these like thinkers trying to like like figure out what is it what is anything and they they try this this effort like as we have like descartes think therefore i am right um and and trying to like basically under try to understand the world from some starting principle and largely the the world the effort failed Mm. and you had this like realize like oh life is really complicated uh and that's where nietzsche comes along and he's like uh god is dead and he wasn't like saying like god is dead in the sense of like what we like when I grew up evangelicals, like like Nietzsche was like an atheist and it's like, yeah. oh, it's, it's more complicated than that. Yeah. Um, really what he was saying was that um, like the guiding principles that we thought governed our world, we've deconstructed them and they don't longer function. Yeah. We thought the world was governed by religion. We thought politics was, was a, a decent way to run our affairs. We thought, um, we thought we were special in the universe. Um, it turns out we're just um, the, 
large, longest, the latest results in a long line of evolutionary history yeah. that got us here. Like, like the universe is um, 14 billion years old, and we're just a tiny sliver of that. The things we thought mattered have been blown apart from underneath us, and um, what are we going to do with that? How do we live our lives? Um, and and that's where you get like the existentialist movement kind of like rises out of that of asking those questions of what what how do we make meaning and and a lot there is a lot of like well nothing every, not, everything's meaningless right yeah um but i think there's a turn um that we see and this is where oh god i'm gonna sound like a fucking youth pastor um <laughs> so in the book of ecclesiastes <laughs> um like there's uh this is, this, the constant refrain is everything is meaningless. Everything yeah, is meaningless. Yeah. And so the end result is like, love God, you know, love your family, um, do your best, right? Just like... like I, Eat, drink, and be merry. I mean, if you read Ecclesiastes yeah. 3, it's very much like, so enjoy, you know, the the drink that you have in front of you yeah. and the food that you have in front of you yeah. and the company that you have in front of you and be merry because at the end of the day, it's it's all vapor anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think so I think even on a deeper level um these right it's one thing that's I know it's one thing to kind of read that from like on a, a one one way of looking at that is like in a standoffish sense and be like nothing's meaningless. So yeah, I might yeah, as well yeah. just have a good time because it's all all fucked in the yeah, end, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 right? exactly. However, so there's this idea in numbers that um if you have a number line and it goes on forever, right? That's, that's infinity, right? Yeah. It goes on forever. Right. But if you like, you know, put two points on a number line and say between these two points, right. That's a bounded moment, right? That's, yeah. that's a bounded section. So like between yeah. like one and two, mm-hmm. it's, that's, that's bounded. However, there's this idea of something being transfinite where within from one to two, you have point, Zero 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 one point zero 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 one one point zero 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 two right you have infinity within this bounded section yeah right so yes you might be alive um for only a small section of time yes this relation to that you're in might only last you for so long um the when you have your kids they are only going to be babies for this long they're only going to be so cute for so long before they become teenagers and they smell bad right. Those moments are short, but inside those moments, inside these bounded moments of time is infinity. Is the eternal. Is the eternal. Yeah, right? that, yeah, that's yeah, where, yeah. And, and what do you call Dang, that okay, thing? You're, God, yeah, you're what yeah. do you think, call that thing the divine or whatever? Like meaning can, does not need infinity in either direction. I think it's what the existentialists are saying. Never ending. We've, we've assumed that infinity was a never ending thing rather than sort of, the way you and and it kind of relates to um sort of you know maybe a few themes that we've talked about of god being imminent rather than god being far off like god is in some other place that's eternal but all of this is yes uh you know all of this will perish kind of thing it it relates to that it also relates to you know if you want to bring in another bible theme again sounding like you pastors here Uh, (laughs) but you know i i I am a i am a pastor so i guess i do this all the time (laughs) so uh the kingdom of God thing. It's like, it's, it's here and not yet is sort of the idea that we talked about in seminary. And, uh, the way I've interpreted all of that in the past, you know, taking the Ecclesiastes idea, some of the existentialism is that to be present is to experience eternity Mm. to be present 
is to experience the kingdom of God that is here and not yet. Yeah. Is to experience the God that is imminent. Yeah. Is to experience meaning to its fullest. Is to mm-hmm. be in the moment yep. that you're in. Yeah. Is that is that kind of what you're getting? Yeah. At? Yeah. Totally. Because yeah. because like it's like saying like so like so to go back to that Ecclesiastes Ecclesiastes saying um you know eat drink for you know because because yeah. we we're dying right like is one hand to be like no 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 but like if you lean into it like if you zoom in to that that eat drink that that point that zoom in on that section yeah. that's from one to two you zoom in on that boom next thing you know you're like oh no like this is this is it like this is and this is this is enough like yeah. this is good this is like this is where the the juice is like yeah. meaningful um i think that so when you come to that section you know one person can read that well you drink drinking tomorrow we die <laughs> you know like and the other person is like yeah yeah because that's what the life is yeah um um I don't know. I think that's what some of the themes that this movie is is talking about is yeah. it's not it's not denying the fact that sometimes life sucks. It's not denying the fact that hard things are going to happen. It's not denying like that death will eventually yeah. come for us all. It's not it's not denying any of those things. It's 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 um it's Evelyn being like, yeah, none of this. It's all none of this matters. Yeah. But I'm still choosing to be here, like outside yeah. with my daughter in a parking lot, like. Mm, yeah, yeah, like, and and, God and, damn, so and what I, yeah, it's so good. And what I like, what I like about the actual, so you know, we have this multiverse, so all of these universes, potentials of this mm. story and these characters and the life they lived. the The actual one is the worst one, according to Alpha Waymond. Yeah. He says at one point, "This is the one where you failed at everything you tried," <laughs> and she ends up owning a laundromat. That barely makes ends meet. It's about to be foreclosed, so it yeah. barely makes ends meet. They live on top of the laundromat, and you know nothing has gone right in her life. Right. And yet, that's the universe that we're in. And 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 so, you know, for for me, what what it reminded me of is that yes, there could have been these small little choices that I made that were different, that led me on a different path. And my life may very well have been this other version that I imagined. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this a lot less than, than I used to. This has yeah. been something that I've you know wrestled with for a long time. It, it reminds me that regardless of how it could have been, mm-hmm. this is what it is. Yeah. And then to bring in sort of what you're talking about of the eternal, the, 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 moments that are full of meaning i will experience the most of life if i'm fully present to it right so i could very well have been in another place like mm-hmm. one, of, one of the one of the questions i've always asked myself is if i stuck with you know the route of going to med school and, yeah. and all that you know when i first went to college that was my sort of hoped career path and, yeah. I, and I chose not to i very well could be some surgeon on the west coast making, ma- making, making a lot money. of money <laughs> making a lot of money you know having a nice home yeah. living by the beach yeah. but I, yeah. I could be miserable yeah because it's not those things that we say makes life good that make life good yeah it's how we experience those things and that's what waymond is trying to say the whole time it's like yeah we work in a laundromat and we're barely making ends meet but I'm going to put googly eyes on the broken washing machine <laughs> because it's funny. 
and I'm going to talk to this weird stranger yeah. that comes to her laundromat yeah. because he's a human. Yeah. Like, that is crazy right. when you live your life like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Man, yeah. There's... So there's this... um. Uh, I think I think it was Nietzsche who has this this story or a parable where he talks about how and if um, what if like like hell or the afterlife is a, a demon comes to you and is like guess what you get to live your life over again you don't get to change anything you just get to like do the whole thing over again but making all the same choices and you just get to do that forever the question is would you be okay with that like would or would that like be a sort of hell Mm. and the question like turns you inside and says like am i like can i come to terms with my life in a meaningful way where like i can come to look at my life and be like yeah i've made some mistakes and i've i've hurt myself and i've hurt people um but also i've had these like can you find meaning in it so much that i think the idea is like what what if you can look at that that demon and be like that would be nice yeah like and be like yeah that sounds great let's do it again you know like 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 i think that's um that's the existential question um is is finding meaning in it you know like in the in the struggle and yeah. all um yeah i think it's i think it's uh uh i don't know like oh, this movie like i think it's what they about the movie it's just it, it has also opens you up to all sorts of interesting yeah ah there's just there's so much there like i was like yeah i don't know yeah it's it's beautiful um yeah, I uh, there's you know other movies that I would say that hit me uh, a level like that. Like I, I could see us doing a conversation about this with Soul because uh, it, it was similar. It yeah, was one yeah, of those yeah. things where it's like enjoy what you do, and yeah. that's where you enter the flow, which yeah. is which is the eternal being fully present. The mm-hmm. thing that you're doing that you that gives you life. Yeah, do that. Yeah, to to the fullest. Right. Um, it's beautiful. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do you have any other comments? Do you feel like we've, uh, juice the orange? I, I hope, I hope just, I don't know if that's a saying. Just... It sounds juice the orange. That sounds sexual. <laughs> like I'm kind of into it. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, no, I, I just, uh, if, if you're still listening, you haven't like, and you haven't, um, watched the film yet, you need to, you need, I need you to like, stop right now and go, go watch the movie because we've just ruined it all for you. Um, and and also just like get ready for it. This is a movie that will make you tear up and feel things. And then we'll also have a Kung Fu fight between two guys who have um, trophies that look like butt plugs up their butts. And you're going to be like, and and you're in it. Like, you're like, yep, yep. This is everything <laughs> checks out. Like, and, and that's, that's the sort of movie. It's like this movie, like has some really silly, absurd moments, which I think is kind of like part of it, like yeah, a little absurdism, yeah. but like, like you're into it. And then yeah. next thing you know, you're like, you're crying because a rock with googly eyes fell off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you're like, no lie. Yeah. And you're just like, you're like, this is, I don't know what's happened. Like, that's what to me, like, that's why I think movies are so cool yeah. is because, um, done right. You're giving people, a group of people with a vision, like the ability to be like, create a world and tell a really fascinating story. Go nuts. Um, and then if you get the right team doing that, uh, the right writers and directors, and of course, like you know, it's a big process to make a, a movie. Um, you're making you're making magic happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's so rad. It's yeah. so rad. Um, so yeah, go watch this movie. Um, I guess uh, we'll wrap up like we always do with the hype zone. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Do you ha- do, do you have anything that is that is hyping you up these days? Uh, yeah. If not, um, we can we can jump to me. <laughs> yeah, jo- you go first. Okay. If you got yours. So what is hyping me up? <laughs> um, I so I paint miniatures. Like I paint yes. little little figures. And um, he's good at it too. I don't know. I'm good at it. Like <laughs> like I don't. Well, um, and I guess I was gonna have another thing. Um, my wife got me a really cool um for Christmas, like a little like stand that I can put all my paints on. Yeah, it's so cool. Um, and that is in a hype zone. But the thing that I think is should that I really want to be like get hyped about is having hobbies that you don't monetize yeah like like in our culture there's so much like hustle you know like yeah. like turn yeah. your turn your hobbies into a like no just just do stuff and it doesn't even matter if you're good at it yeah like like if you like to make things and even if like you make them and they're they're ugly and you're like you're like i i crochet and i'm a terrible crocheter but i do it anyway because it brings me joy yeah like like do that thing like you don't need to, to you don't need to like like m- try to make it a thing. You don't need to start an Etsy store. Yeah. You don't need to, you don't even need to be good. Right. Yeah. Like I think the capitalism the, can rob the fun of yeah. this, this whole thing that we're talking about. Capitalism just loves, to just suck loves to suck that out. out of it. Yeah. yeah. And then it becomes a job and you're like, you know, I just, I just want to paint little plastic elves in my room and not, you know, what are you doing? Um, like, and I think also think there's like this, um, as a, as a kid, I, we we're always told to like, um, so like, if you're gonna do something, you gotta be the best, yeah. right? You gotta be the best, and yeah. if you're not the best at it, then what are you doing? Yeah, you know, like, like you gotta, you gotta want to be the best. And yeah. sometimes it's just like, no, I'll just do it because it brings me joy. Like, yeah. I don't like, like if I never get, like, I'd like to get better at painting. Like, I'm learning new things. I'm getting better at it all the time. But like, um, I don't care. Like, I just want to do it because it's it's fun. It's therapeutic, and I like to like drink a, a tasty beverage and and you know have a nice beer and um put on a podcast or like listen to music and just kind of get lost in the moment and, yeah. and paint some dwarves. Yeah. You know? Like, I love it. Um, so that's, that's my hype zone. Yeah. Hype zone. Okay. Uh, painting dwarves, <laughs> painting dwarves. And when your wife gets you cool stuff yeah. to, to support your hobbies. Good, good combo. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I have two. Uh, so I played magic, the gathering for the first time, um, nice. a few days ago and that was fun. Um, yeah. you know, so that was, I, you know, I, I feel like it was it was strategic. It, it kind of passed me, you know. It was one of those things that so was first around time. when I grew right. up. This is my first time. I'm 30 years old, and you know, played it. But it was it was fun. Uh, nice. But the thing that's been really hyping me up is uh, we've had a couple nice days out. And mm-hmm. for Christmas, speaking of Christmas gifts, um, I got brand new trucks for a skateboard. So nice. I, I used to ride a uh, smaller, what they call a nickel board, um, which is. Um, you know, smaller and it's shaped a little different than a skateboard. Right. Um, your traditional skateboard. Right. And I, it's a cruiser. Basically, the idea right. with it is to cruise around streets and stuff. It goes a little bit faster and it's smoother. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a little higher up, and so I can't do certain things out on the skate park yeah. that I'm trying to build up to. Yeah. And so I got these new trucks, put them on my board, um, regular size skateboard, and I've been able to go out the last few days. And uh, skateboarding for me has always been the thing that I do that sort of is a risk is a risk because mm-hmm. again something i didn't do growing up and yeah so you know i started at like 28 years old a no joke years ago. Were, yeah. no nice yeah, nice. yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. That. and but it was one of those things where it forced me to do something mm. that i was super afraid of right and then was so freeing when i you know, finally bomb that hill that I'm scared of bombing or when I do that trick that I've been wanting to do that I'm kind of scared of doing. And skateboarding is one of those things where 
everything is counterintuitive. Right. You, you think, like, your fear tells you to lean back when you go down a hill, but that's not the best way to do it. You want to lean forward because physics tells you right, you right. want to step on the front trucks yeah. and press down so that you can right. be able to, you know, yeah. go down and not fall on your yeah. on your behind yeah and so it's it's just been one of those things that has been super freeing and super fun and you know it's kind of i get out there and it's meditative and mm-hmm. you know i i just feel the sense of of freeness and so that's that's been my thing it's hyping me up to be able to go out finally after a few days of, nice. or a few months of being really cold that's awesome <laughs> yes so yeah that's it. That's cool. So, all right. That's the hype zone. Yeah, all that's right. hype zone. All right. Well, uh, again, go watch the movie. Everything, yes. everywhere, all at once. You should. It's amazing. Yep. Um, and we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye. See ya.